and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint. We're back for another episode here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We talked about basketball yesterday, which was just such a nice reprieve from the mundane normalcy of mediocrity that our basketball team was. Because excitement happened. I wouldn't exactly call us mediocre. Mediocre implies some positive moments. Yeah, the positive that we talked about yesterday. Oh, got it. Now we're mediocre. Yeah, Yeah. now we're mediocre. Uh, We're back for more episodes this week. Um, And and we're back at football because, again, quite honestly, Daniel and I just get all sorts of geeked out as it pertains to this team. We're back with depth chart previews. For the secondary the season, is in the picture. The off season for quit is for quitters, Clint. Uh, that's what I say. Not the, here. We're not. That's not. We don't subscribe to it. We don't believe in it. We yeah. don't recognize the validity of it. The, no. the chairperson does not recognize the delegate from off season. Roberts, you're not welcome on this podcast. Roberts has reached his hand from the grave and and slammed you out of procedure. So get out of here. Hmm. Um, Roberts rules. You know, Daniel. I no idea what you're talking about right now. Okay. None. Is that a is that a television show? I'm well, guessing. Okay. I'm throwing darts at a dartboard. Okay. Is that Okay. Well, is that good like thing, ER? Good <laughs> thing. It, you know what? Somebody should make a TV show just about board meetings and how they go awry and how procedurally hmm. we could be helped out by it. Uh Hey, if you found us, thanks for being with us. Uh, longtime listeners and fans of the podcast, we appreciate you all so very much. We love uh, hearing from you, <clears throat> interacting with you. If you're new to the podcast, just a little heads up. Daniel and I take our fandom very seriously, but outside of that, uh, we don't take much else seriously besides the fandom. We don't. If you tune into the show tomorrow, you'll you'll understand exactly what we mean when we say that we don't take very many things uh, very seriously, but... Mm-hmm. We are Georgia fans, uh, first and foremost. That's what we are. That's what this podcast is. It's a place for fans, by fans, a place to talk about fan stuff. We're not insiders. We're not recruiting gurus. We don't have any connections inside the walls of the program. We don't live in our mom's basement and record ourselves with dirty laundry in the background, breaking news about the University of Georgia. We don't um, report about who is and isn't enrolled in school without knowing that information. We just sort of, we just are fans. That's what we do. We like Georgia, we talk about Georgia, and we assume that you do too. So if you'd like to interact with us, if you'd like to join in the conversation, we'd love to have you. As Clint said, we'd love to interact with you. You can email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. Um, if you leave us a rating or a review, if you subscribe, um, uh, the, all those things help us out a tremendous amount. If you tell a friend about the show, um, all those things you can do to help us out. We appreciate them all. We mostly appreciate just you being here and listening. Uh, as Clint said, uh, we're getting into the secondary today. We're going to talk about the cornerback position. Um, there's a lot of names on the list. All the names. And we're going to dive into it um, the, way that we, the way that we typically do. We're going to read you out the names, and then um, we'll get to some questions. We will rank the unit on a scale of 1 to 100. Um, uh, but let's just – let me just – before we – I'm going to read off the names, Clint. I love your initial impressions on this group. Um, You have got, and this is 
you know, this is kind of a fluid list. We're including some star positions in there. Yeah. We think some of these guys probably will end up getting some look at safety, which we'll talk about tomorrow on the show. Um, or not tomorrow. We'll talk about it on Thursday, I think, on the show. But but these are these are defensive backs who have or at one time thought could play corner. You got Devon Wilson, Tyson Campbell, Tyreek Stevenson, Amir Speed, DJ Daniel, Mark Webb, Eric Stokes, Chris Smith, William Poole, Latavius Brini. And then you got incoming freshman Jalen Kimber already on campus, Keely Ringo, and Darren Branch. Is that how you say it? Darren? Or- yeah. Duran. Duran. I, I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Uh, Clint, what jumps off the page of you? What stands out to you? Your initial impressions as I read that list. Name a wide receiver group that is deeper than our secondary. I'll wait. It's, you're not going to do that. Maybe not Alabama last year. Last year, but they, yeah, they lost mm-hmm. some some depth from that. They have two returning guys that are top flight. We get that. But then you, you ain't going to find... I mean, a better DB group in the nation, sure, whatever, that's clear. But you're not even going to find an opposing offensive wide receiver set, skill set of people that, that are going to compare to this list. My gosh, when did we turn into DBU? Holy goodness. I, there's some, there's some, that's what jumps off the page to me. It's just, there's just some, a lot of talent on this list. There's a lot of five star guys on this list. There's a lot of, what is thought to be, and some that has proven to be, mm-hmm. absolute elite, top-flight defensive back talent. You just feel like, I always feel like if your secondary can keep you from getting beat, then you'll be fine as a defense. You know, like it's a good rule. If if the D line is uh, the linebackers are allowed to kind of go make plays, and you just you don't get burned way over the top, you know, because when the secondary gets beat, it it looks it it can it has the potential to not just be bad but to be catastrophic. Seven points, um, end of a drive. If you if your secondary just keep you from getting beat, but this secondary, Clint, this is beyond just not getting you beat. This is like a decided schematic advantage. Oh yeah, uh, on the field, there's just a lot. That um, to be excited about when you look at this list. Up and down, Daniel. Uh, up and down, four or five star guys, and I mean, quite quite honestly, Keely Ringo, I may be the most talented raw talent guy on this list, which is sick to say. Absolutely sick to say that. This, it's absurd to say. We're gonna get to him in a minute when we talk about biggest freshman impact players. I have a question for you about him um let's take a quick break we'll jump back in and we'll we'll get into some questions about the corners all right clint we got four questions we ask them about every position group the first one is as follows who are the key contributors from this unit who are the guys that you expect to go out there and flex this year that maybe they have high expectations, but they're going to live up to those expectations this year. All right. So uh, let us remember. Let's just start off by understanding since Kirby has been in Athens, the thing that has happened constantly, every single offseason we go in thinking we can we can nail down the secondary. We have it. We have it mm-hmm. ironclad. And every single year, 
Daniel, mm-hmm. there's a surprise, one or two, where okay. we go, oh, he's, he's starting over there. Oh, we thought left corner, we had an understanding. So I'm going to give you three names of key contributors, and I don't know where they're going to be. I, I no, you idea. don't. No one does. No, you don't. Okay. No, uh, you don't. I'm going to start with Eric Stokes. And I'm going to say, maybe a hot take for a lot of you. Everybody thought that he was a lockdown corner. He's not a lockdown corner. He is a stable, eddy, steady Eddie corner. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I, you know what? I love that. I absolutely love that. I need that in my life. Okay? I do. I love it. So I love it. Eric Stokes, Tyreek Stevenson, this just in very high on, on Tyreek this year. I am sky high on Tyreek. Can't wait to see him out there. And then Tyson Campbell. Those are the three key contributors that I can count on day in, day out. I, I totally agree with those three names. I agree. Who's the superstar of that group, Clint? <sighs> Who's the best? Who's the best right now? And then who's got the highest ceiling? Okay. Right now, Eric Stokes, Steady Eddie. Highest this ceiling? This tells you the depth of this cornerback is that you don't even know how to answer this I, question. I have, I, I There's don't only know. three people to choose from. I, and two positions. Three people, two positions to choose from. And I'm sitting here going, any combination. And I any said, combination who's got the highest ceiling and your head is spinning? I'm like, I'm, you don't uh, know. But, mate, I mean, you want to go a mere speed, 6'3", 210? Sure, throw him on there, you know? I, I don't know. You, Latavius Brini? Uh, sure. I, I, have, I, I have no clue. Tyson Campbell, Tyreek Stevenson, who ends their career as the better player? I'm going to go Tyson Campbell. Go with Tyson Campbell. Throwing it on here. I'm going to go Tyreek Stevenson. Um, None of those three guys, this fair or not fair? None of those three guys are as good as DeAndre Baker was two years ago. None of those three. DeAndre Baker was lights out. You want to talk about lockdown. He was it. Okay. So, does that concern you at all that we have a lot of very good depth and no great players at corner? Uh, no, because I think by the end of the year, Tyson Campbell or Tyreek Stevenson is going to be at the same level of DeAndre Baker. Fascinating. I'm going to throw another key contributor at you, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to add DJ Daniels' name to the to the, to the mm-hmm. list because I think he absolutely belongs on this list. He proved his way. He fought his way onto the field last year. It's not just Tyson Campbell's injury. They gave him some playing time. The coaching staff liked what they saw out of him. He is probably a step under talent-wise what those other guys are, but he's got more experience. He's played more games both at Georgia and at um, other levels of college football. I think DJ Daniel is going to be a key contributor this year. Um, Clint, let's switch over to the freshman. Okay. The question is biggest freshman impact player at corner right okay there's three to choose from is there a choice to be made no there's no choice it's okay it's made for you his name's it's keely ringo all right keely ringo let's talk about keely ringo um how many quarters of football does he get at least one snap at corner this year quarters yeah 
Like, I'm assuming that the number of games is going to be fairly low. So I'm giving you an opportunity to break it down even more. Like, if you think he's going to play at least one quarter every game, you could hit right. me with a 12 here versus if I said how many games does he get snaps at corner and you said 12, that might be a little bit less uh, informative because we don't quite know exactly how much every game. So, yeah, I'm gonna hit, how many quarters does he get at least one snap? At, at the cornerback position. At the cornerback yep. position. Yep. Uh, Daniel, I, I think this is high. Uh, mm, uh, ooh, you know what? I'm going to go. Actually, I'm going to take it back. Four quarters. Oh, so so none. So almost none. Four, four quarters. You think Keely Ringo is going to redshirt. Is what no. you just said. No, I did not. You said corner. I say four well, and corner. Okay, you think he's going to get snaps somewhere else? I think he's going to get snaps at star. <laughs> I think they're going to put him in the box. I think they're going to put him on a slot. I think they're going to put him in, in packages. They're going to keep the outside, the deep, the deep thirds. They're going to keep trusted and true, but they're going to get him on the field on slot corners or in the star position. It's fascinating. It will be interesting to see. Man, the star position is deep. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Webb. Okay. But yeah. But number one, Tyreek Stevenson played a lot of star mm-hmm. last year. And we just named him as, and if you want to play all three of those guys, Tyson Campbell, Tyreek Stevenson, and Eric Stokes on the field to start the season, well then, yeah, S- Stevenson might be coming out at star Yet again, but Devon Wilson, Mark Webb, maybe William Poole. I don't know. Uh-huh. Like this, there's a lot of depth there. Does Jalen Kimber play any corner this year? No, he does not. This is a very talented kid coming in here, overshadowed by Keeler Ringo, mm-hmm. already on campus, getting reps in. Mm hmm. I think we expect both Ringo and Kimber to play on special teams. Guys like that are made for special teams. I think they'll both play. So I think the redshirt thing was a bit of an exaggeration, obviously. Neither of these guys could possibly redshirt because they're going to play on special teams, I expect. Yep. Um, It will be interesting to see if Ringo can find his way onto the field in what we have acknowledged is an incredibly deep room. Uh. Who's the guy that makes a name for himself this year? That's the third question, Clint. Who's Gosh. the guy that that rises up and go and you go, oh, him. Interesting. I said I was sky high on Tyreek Stevenson at the beginning of this, which I am, I expect. But if you were if I had to put actual money on it, Tyson Campbell, come on, brother. Shine. Do it. Do it like you were supposed to do it a couple years ago. Come out here and just ball. I am going with Devon Wilson for this one. Oh. I I think Devon Wilson, at the end of the season, you're going to look back and say Devon Wilson is an absolute, was an absolute, an absolutely critical piece of the defense this year. That we would not, we could not have done the things that we did were it not for him. Um, He had some moments of, greatness last year Uh he had some moments of 
frustration and head scratching last year. I think he finds a way to put it all together, and I, I think he finds a way to get on the field, obviously in some sort of rotation. But um, I think it's Devon Wilson who, who makes a name for himself. I ain't mad about that. All right, all right Clint. A lot of talent. We can agree on that. Tons. A lot of, a lot of potential. Maybe more potential than any other position group? Oh, hands down. Easily the most. The, the, maybe Edge? Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe but, the Edge but with they're Nolan more Smith and Mikhail Sherman uh-huh. and uh-huh. Aziz. No, this secondary has the opportunity to just blanket people that that is going to suffocate them. So a lot of, a lot of talent, a lot of potential, no... Elite players yet. So the question is, Clint, 1 to 100, where do you rate this group of corners today? Okay, so I said it's the best secondary in all the nation. I said it is better than any wide receiver group in all the nation. It's got to be above 95. Has to be. Just with those two statements. Okay. But... The lack of absolute bona fide DeAndre Baker type dude is going to make me go 96? 96. 96? 96. That's where you're at. 96. I'm going to go 93. As, as, as has been consistent, I'm lower than you on all my defensive ratings. Um, I'm going to go 93. And my main point in giving us a 93, I agree with you that I think somebody will be viewed as an elite corner by the end of the year. But I think the fact that there's not anybody right now, corner is the position maybe above many others that um, having one elite guy versus a bunch of really good guys Hmm. really does make a huge difference because DeAndre Baker was taking away huge chunks of the field if you don't have that and the quarterback has all of his options kind of open to him, even if you have a bunch of really good guys, wide receivers can still get open. Like these, you know, that's the the game of football is designed to to kind of favor the offense in that right. way. And so um I do think it will hurt us a little bit not having a DeAndre Baker type. I still gonna give this group a ninety three. I'm excited to watch him play. So many athletes on this um on this unit uh that i'm that i'm i'm thrilled to watch all right that does it for the corners um uh, we will be back on thursday to talk about the safeties we've got something special planned for tomorrow uh but there's more today we've got power rankings coming up all right daniel probably our second favorite segment on our podcast power rankings because it gives us a fair opportunity just to kind of riff with all of our feels and all of our opinions, which uh, that's probably something we excel at in life. It's um, we have opinions. If that's mm-hmm. what you're saying, I, I think so. I have never been accused of not being opinionated. <laughs> that that you know those people that you just say like, oh yeah, just the most calming presence in a conversation ever. Well, that's not Daniel. You ever met somebody and go, I wonder what he thinks about such and such. That's that's not you've never thought that about us. Daniel that's and I are the exception we? of the rule. Our our friendship started because it started actually with a heated argument. 
five seconds in a meeting, five seconds in a meeting each other, threw down the mm-hmm. gauntlet, and it, it got so uncomfortable. People left the table. People, but we were the only two people left because we were thoroughly enjoying the like, argument that I'm, we were having. I'm here. You good? We good? Let's roll. Yeah. So, uh, power yeah, rankings is just our opportunity to do that, Daniel. And I, you know what? I love this. Love this subject, Daniel. What are you talking about? Subject matter today is near and dear to all of our hearts. Let's be honest. Don't health food health food people need not apply. No, not here. Um, we're talking about the fast food industry, and we are talking about not the best because no. that's too easy, not the worst because that's too easy. We're talking about the three most underrated fast food menu items of okay. any kind. Uh, shape, size, color, description. Uh, most underrated fast food menu items, Clint. I love this. This is fantastic, Daniel. All right. I'm going to let you tee us off and give us your... Are you giving to us in any particular order? Are you counting down from three? Or no, I'm you, not counting down. Do I can't. This one, I just can't do that with because I could go... Either one of these I can just go to right now and be fine with. So... Okay, so you're giving us your three, but you're blatantly disputing the the name of the game and not ranking them. Uh, I'm 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 saying these are the best three, regardless, and all the rest suck. Your three suck, is what I'm saying. These three will trump your three any day. Uh, Super. I'm going to start with first and foremost. you know, Wendy's gets a bad rap because it's got the square burger. It's got the the, the weird kind of logo uh, of just the the pippy long stockings ponytail girl. Like sure, you know. Uh, by the way, Wendy's Twitter game is second to none. Okay, the trolling of McDonald's. Keep at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they brought back a menu item because it's underrated, and that is the spicy chicken nugget from Wendy's. Daniel. Wow. Get the, I, still get those 99 cents? You get those? Nine, 99 cents. It's back mm-hmm. on the menu. There was an mm-hmm. uproar. The people have spoken. Kelsey Winger may not have a job with the Atlanta Braves, even oh though we my. petitioned to you death. Sh- okay. You're gonna just you're gonna just stab some folks in the heart. <laughs> look, look right I in the middle that. of the podcast in front of God and everybody. Just I'm, not even. I'm just letting you know that that our cries were not heard, but on this one they, they were. People didn't even have their guard up. You didn't even warn them no. that it was coming. No. That's that's the best time to hit them, Daniel. I don't that's, know. That's, I don't know what you're doing in life. That's just fighting 101. Hey, not, I'm gonna hit you. Be prepared. Yeah. No, I don't. Put unless it your there. name is unless your last name is Fury, in which <laughs> case you just Ooh. tell somebody that you're going to hit them, and then you just. You do what you want. up and down. You do whatever you want. And Gypsy then you sing, King, Nomad. And then you I, sing American Pie, apparently, <laughs> like on the microphone. And there's, a, wow. there has, anyway. there, there has never been a more likable, hateable boxing champ right now. It's fantastic. Uh, Wendy's, Wendy's Spicy, spicy Chicken Nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Sense, back on the menu by popular demand. Um, I'm struggling... I'm struggling with my rankings. I am going to give them to you in the form of rankings. Um, I'm going to go with my number three, though. I'm going to go with the only breakfast food item that I have on my list. Okay? Fast food breakfast is clutch. It is critical. 
is a critical <laughs> part of your day. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to tell you, this is truly finding the category underrated because I will almost bet you that less than 10% of our listeners have ever had one of these in okay. their life. Okay. It is the Taco Bell AM Crunchwrap. Mm. It is the single best fast food breakfast item in existence today, and I am aware of the Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit. The AM Crunchwrap with sausage from Taco Bell mm-hmm. is the best thing that you can eat from a drive through at breakfast. It's a tortilla. It is wrapped around a hash brown. It is covered with eggs and cheese and sausage, and I'm finished describing it. Oh, no, wait, I'm not, because it's got that quesadilla sauce that Taco Bell puts on those quesadillas, and it is absolutely sensational. It's the best thing you can get at breakfast. It's my number three most underrated. Uh, Now look right here. A breakfast burrito, a good breakfast burrito, a fantastic breakfast burrito is Mm -hmm. one of the best food items on the planet. doesn't matter the the meal. Sure. Does it have a hash brown in it? Not normally. No. But, but the it does here? from Taco Bell does. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, my number two is is this day. I'm gonna stay on on brand with Taco Bell. Okay. Now this involves cheese, okay? <laughs> well, just that's just a heads up. All right. It's not gonna be great. It's not gonna be great. You, you didn't warn us about Kelsey, but you felt the need to warn us about this, which well, makes me think it's going to be it's gonna be tough. Well, a lot of you have have given me ridicule for my love of snob cheese, which you can mm. all you can all just I, I don't care, Daniel, you included. I don't care. Okay. I like brie. Seems like you do. Care. I like strawberries. No, I don't. Um, Seems like you do. But if you were to take the most underrated, it's the cheapest, it's the easiest uh, Taco Bell bean burrito with two sides of nacho cheese. And you just dip that bean burrito. You, I'm talking. I'm talking the nastiest tube bean that you've ever eaten. Okay. Uh-huh. But it doesn't matter. That's uh-huh. just that is just filler. That's Golly. all. That is all that it's there for. Okay. Ew. Has no no nutritional value whatsoever. It is the the thing in which that holds the tortilla in place, so that you can dip it in Taco Bell nacho cheese, two of them, and slather it up and down and eat it down. Give me bean burrito with nacho cheese from Taco Bell. That is tough to even listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, well. It is tough to even listen to you describe that food. The, you, I mean, the nacho cheese, absolutely. You had me at nacho cheese. At two sides of nacho cheese, you literally could have said anything. <laughs> Except for. With, with two sides of nacho cheese, and I would have agreed with you. So I'm going to agree with you. Okay. But that Taco Bell bean burrito, man, like you got to be hard up before you're going to eat one of those. Like that is, that is a tough situation going on over there. Um, my number, my number two is a bit of a throwback. Okay. And um, it is, and I say it's a bit of a throwback because I'm an old man. Sure. Um, and so. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but when you become an old man, your insides begin to deteriorate. Mm, they can't can't take it like it once did, Daniel. That you cannot eat, and I can verify this because I've tried it recently. You cannot eat an entire family sized bag of nacho cheese Doritos in one sitting and not feel sick. Of course, you did. I, 
I used to be able. I used to be able to do that. Um, I can still eat it. I just will feel sick afterwards. So sure. Um, but man, when you cruise up to a Sonic, Clint. Okay. And you get those chili cheese tater tots. Come on. Oh, Clint. Oh, some things are happening in your life, and they are all positive. Um, in about an hour, some things are going to be happening in your life, and they are not. I repeat, they are not all going to be positive. Not a single um, one. I do, <laughs> I do not recommend this as a pregame meal to a date or when you're meeting your in-laws. Sure. sure. Or actually, it depends on the type of in-laws because it might or, it might be the ticket out. Or if you're headed to your daughter's ballet recital, I do not recommend the chili cheese tater tots during any of those times. Okay. But if it's but if it's 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're up and there's you're just watching a game, you're watching the West Coast college football game on mm-hmm. TV. And you 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 got a hankering for something? You cruise out and get those chili cheese tater tots. You're gonna have a great time. Okay. That's my that's my number two. Okay, uh, my last is this, Daniel. This is an off-beaten fast food restaurant that I think has gotten a bad name, uh, and by a lot of very great commercials has resurrected itself as having all the meats. Okay, mm. Arby's mm-hmm. is a fantastic fast food restaurant. Come at me. I don't know if I'd go that far. I. But it, it's great for this one sandwich. But mm-hmm. okay, that's right. Uh, we 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 share number one, by the way, our, on our list. I this mean, how my, do you, how do you know this is, this is the same one. sandwich? If it's not, I will come through the phone and fight you with my fist. <laughs> it's the brisket sandwich from Arby's. Dang. What? It's the what brisket the sandwich from Arby's. Guys, it's been a good run, Locked On Bulldogs <laughs> podcast. This is our last episode. Just letting you know. We are. What, is the, what the hell is even the brisket sandwich at Arby's? How is that? What is that? Is that a thing? Well, Daniel, that, I don't. It's called brisket for a reason. I don't. I don't know if you understand. I'm familiar with brisket. Are I you do sure? Not typically order it out of a window. Oh no, no, no. When I'm I sorry. Order. I'm sorry. Hundred percent. Okay, I, I'm, we're talking about fast food here, Daniel. Are you really mm-hmm. going to be that picky on actual smoked brisket from? You're well, not. You said underrated. Okay. Okay. All right. It's got roast beef, bacon, brisket, cheddar cheese sauce, red ranch sauce on an onion bun. Good golly, sign me up. The number one most underrated fast food item. Is the freaking old faithful roast beef sandwich from Arby's the OG, the original? It is the only thing on the menu not called a curly fry or a potato cake Ooh, that is rats. worth ordering at Arby's. You get the roast beef sandwich, you put Arby's sauce on there, mm-hmm. and if you're feeling crazy, you get a cup of that cheese and you slather it on the top. But you don't even really need the cheese. You just eat the roast beef sandwich because an Arby's roast beef sandwich is freaking delicious. It is a great change of pace for a fast food restaurant. All this new stuff that Arby's got going, do I love the commercials? Are they funny? Yes. But am I ever, 
going to order anything at Arby's that's not called a roast beef sandwich. No, I am not. Because that's the most, it's the number one most underrated fast food item, and it's not even close. Well, I cannot believe you didn't say that. No, not Daniel. I, of course, I'm, look, I don't, I, don't yeah. I haven't have a craft single American slice you get, in my you house You get smoked Gouda on the side with your, with your Arby's sure. brisket sandwich. What? Why not? You know, do you some Gruyere. I'm glad you pronounced that correctly. Look at you. Those French lessons are paying off for you. They really are. They really are. Hey, yeah. I'm going to try to convince Daniel to come back uh, and not cancel the podcast after my we'll see. erroneous Arby's uh, debacle. We'll see you guys tomorrow, which, by the way, you're going to want to be here. We got quite the episode plan. Office fans, special nod to you. We'll see you guys then. See ya.